Welcome back to Roll for a Blank Streets of Mage. The party uh, just fought their way through the sewers and they beat up some rat children. And then they beat up a rat father, a rat single father who was not a deadbeat dad. So I don't know. There's a lot of conflict around how the party is, uh, whether you're good or not. Are you good people if you killed children and their single dad? They were going to eat us. Come on, man. It's true. They were. They were going to eat you. <laughs> you know, if a parent doesn't manage their children, that's really on the parent. Yeah. And they broke their the toys. Point. They probably deserve to die. We yeah. should definitely become parents. <laughs> yeah, see, the Those dogs, dogs agree. The dogs agree. And the dogs know because they have litter. Hey. Dogs like eat a bad child. They <laughs> shit works. That's all uh, Bernard take a puppy that was misbehaving, put it in a burlap sack, and toss it in a river. Oh, wow. That puppy swam out of the river and yesterday, or whenever this podcast comes out, formed a Fortune 500 company. The new president of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that a little puppy that nobody wanted a guy was Warren Buffett. Corn Pop cut him out of that bag, saved his life, and he is now president of these United States of America. So... Great esoteric political references no one will get. Who's well, the puppy now, Jack? Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, great. So here we are. You have just left these sewers. Before you, a network of caverns carved by some long, dried, and ancient underground river lay out before you. There is a persistent warm breeze telling you that the caverns must open again on the other end. And based on your knowledge of geography of this area, they likely open into Santo Palacio's decrepit lower city. It's a trick. Well, I, th I think we know which way we need to go then, right? Well, I you, agree with you that. You do. But before you go anywhere, it's time to do a little level up wrap up. So let's talk about what's been going on. Because uh, the party house, uh, which is what we'll call the party for the purposes of making it sound like a, a reality show. The party house <laughs> has seen some weird drama lately. I mean, you all leveled up to level four, but there's been this this hanging question of like, who is Villa really? And I don't know that we've ever answered, but every single party member has questioned uh, Villa's clerical, perhaps, error. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> so, I like that. Polly supported the fact that she probably murdered a cleric and stole its robes. Her robes? Cleric I mean... Robes. It is safe. I mean, it could it could be dragonborn. You don't know. You don't want to gender something just because they're a cleric. Their robes. Mm -hmm. so, I just want to say that Captain Laura should probably, as the bestie, find out the secret first. Villa, how? I, I'll open the floor to Villa if she. We have all been trying to reveal whatever secret she has. Wait, hold on. I think there's something really important we need to do beforehand. Villa, darling, would you like a cup of tea first? <laughs> And then, of course, I'm going to prepare tea and hand it into whatever camera booth is this confession's happening in. Just phantom orc hand. Hands you a very nice, I think, I think revelations are probably like a strong Irish breakfast tea. A little comforting, but gives you a little kick of courage. I figured it out. She's Polly's son, which makes her Villanova. Oh my god. What? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's... That's funny. So yeah, you're sitting around the campfire here. All of you are sitting around the campfire. You have all leveled up. You've all been bathed in, in beautiful heavenly light. 
to reach level four. So let's just, I want to go around and let's just all talk about what what's changed about our, our bodies and our dispositions. And then uh, maybe we'll all just find out what's going on with Villa. I don't know. I mean, I'm not really in control of anything. I'm just the person whose job has master in it. While everyone's sitting around um, thinking about what Villa may or may not be, um, you get distracted and you notice, gosh, Otis looks even more handsome and smells better today than he ever has before. And I just, I just want to like, you just want to pick him up and rub him on your face. Like some kind of like loofah, like, uh, uh, you know, that's got like a nice, um, um, uh, body wash on it or something. Um, gosh, he's just so, so fantastic. Here's my problem with all of what you just said. Is it that people primarily use loofahs to masturbate? Oh, God, no. Do they do, do they? that? It's not scratchy. Yeah, no, I okay, mean, I wouldn't know, but sure. Uh, it's the thing where you scrub your skin in the shower. Oh, it's not like that really soft sponge? <laughs> no. Well, then never mind. Is. You Like, viewers, listeners, do not try it. I'm just saying, if we start getting uh, fan fiction art for the podcast, <laughs> pass. Just pass is all I'm saying. Or our oh, Lufa is our wait. new sponsor. Oh, or Lufa, yeah. I think Captain Alora and uh, and Shanti Lufa uh, stories sound like a, a valuable spinoff for this. <laughs> <laughs> I encourage yeah, listeners to to draft whatever they like. I might draft something right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Otis, so, I did notice you're looking very strapping, and your smell is both pungent and um, some somehow alluring. Has, has something changed that you might want to tell us about? Oh, no, Captain, I'm just very pleasurable, that's all. Right, that was definitely what I was going to say. Do you want some more tea? Oh, I'd love some. Oh, there you go. Pour some more tea. I understand the smell now, because he just got a feet. Is that a, is that a it's a feat. <laughs> what? Yeah. Good. Okay, I'm not as good as Milan. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, that's for, what for you're doing there. For the listener too, uh, Race did did a uh, a tie tightening, <laughs> loosening motion with his joke. So we got a real Rodney Dangerfield guy in here. Yeah. R.I.P. Buddy. R.I.P. Yeah. And what's Can't go you? back to school now. Better. What's what's going on with you over there? Time out. So at no point did we pass a bar in this tunnel, right? No, yeah, there's no there's no bars okay. in the sewers, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to see how you oh, do this. All right, um, yeah, uh, Polly, uh, he's like, oh, hey, oh, oh hey, I uh, dozed off there. I was uh, having a drink at the bar with my uh, spirit koala. And uh, yeah, some asshole was uh, making fun of our ears. So we... Uh, we got in a tussle there. I threw some uh, whiskey in the guy's eye and broke a bottle and just kind of wrestled him to the ground. And then the, uh, I'm not gonna say the koala teabagged him cause there's a uh, classy ladies present, but I guess nuts was in that guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what about you? So that's, uh, that's the OG kind of koala yummies then? <laughs> It's so interesting that you had to dream, because I actually had a small dream as well. And in the dream, God, who looked quite a bit like Nathan, an old friend from uni, came down and was like, it's so sad 
that you had to split from your beautiful girlfriend and you didn't get lucky. And then they gave me this like very large glowing dice and I ate it in my dream. Dreams are very weird. And I just knew from now on, I'll just be luckier. So I, I probably would have preferred the sex, but like I'm feeling pretty good about being at least slightly better in battle. Very good. Very good. What about you, Villa? You have any dreams? Probably about your BFF and we went to the mall and we bought matching boots. <laughs> no dreams, or at least nothing that I can remember. And she starts to get up and casually walk away from the fire, and then she does a standing double backflip. I'll roll acrobatics for that. That's a 31. I think that's yeah, going to succeed. That'll succeed, yep. Mm-hmm. Wow, I ain't uh, never seen a cleric do nothing like that. <laughs> that's uh, that's a damn impressive there. Polly's going to take the apple out of his bag and put it on his head and just be like, go ahead. <laughs> but maybe pray first. You know, he's a companion and we need him. Nah, you got this, Villa. I take out my longbow and uh, I'm going to put it behind my back, actually. Awesome. Okay. And then draw right. behind back. Ooh, this this, this don't look too safe, you guys. 17. <laughs> you got this. 17? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's it's barely gonna succeed because seventeen's not as high as that should have been for behind <laughs> the back and aiming at an apple. But yeah, you you hit the apple. You don't you don't hit Polly at all. And uh, oh, good. And yeah. Okay, Polly's yeah. AC is eighteen. That apple's AC is what? Was it seventeen? Like what? Why would that miss? It's not. It's down. not about AC in this situation. Oh, it's okay. about probability of success. Oh, okay. But she's got yeah. He knows. He knows that I should have rolled higher. That wasn't a very high roll. Yeah, yeah. That, well, considering the 32 probability, whatever for acrobatics. Oh, well, Villa, that seems quite impressive. Where did you learn how to do that sexy thing with a longbow that many women aspire to do on pool cards, you know, at uni, but fail? It's just uh, something I've developed. All right. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull the boys aside um, and be like, <laughs> You know what? Since I'm pretty lucky, and I don't know if you've noticed from my um, ample bosom coming out of my pirate outfit, very charming. Do you want me to just like force a confession out of her? Or do we want her to to take her sweet time? What do you guys think? Yeah, she she's like a, a caterpillar. She's gotta just uh, bloom into a butterfly whenever she's uh, ready. Uh huh. What do you think, Otis? Well, you know, I don't know too many clerics or anything, but. Um, I'm just not sure that I care. Here's <laughs> the thing. If she wanted to kill us, uh, she had a bow and an excuse to shoot me in the face on accident. He does air quotes. On yes. accident. So, uh, you know, if she's not killing us, uh, I don't have a problem with it. She's doing a good job being who she is right now, and I don't see... I, I don't want to make her uncomfortable. You know? All right, you guys clearly don't know anything about women, as I do, as both this is true. and a seducer of women. I just, sometimes women say no, but what they mean is, force a confession out of me. So it's healthier for their souls. What if it's eating her up inside? Do you know what I mean, guys? Yeah, that's phrasing, and I'm just going to do a hard pass. Are you Captain Aurora's that... views do not reflect the views of this podcast. Or <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that don't look at me means look at me? 
Right, I'm just saying, like, I have a low-cut shirt on, which clearly means I want people to look at me. I just have to act upset. The point is, I think that Villa has an emotionally vulnerable low-cut shirt on, and it would be rude for us not to comment on it. Polly's going to do the thing where the fighter jet guy pulls up hard, <laughs> and he's just going to be like, and just away from this group and just uh, go sit by Villa and say, uh, yeah, that was a really nice shot there. I, pretty impressive. Actually, I missed it up. A couple inches lower, I would have killed you. Yeah, I don't know. I got a pretty thick skull. I'm going <laughs> to knock my head. All right. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask Bill, uh, I'm going to ask Billy for some of his, whatever he keeps pouring in his tea that spikes it. Uh-huh. Can I, can I have some of that? Yeah. Cool. I'm going to pour some of Billy's um, drink into my drink. I'm going to shoot it really quickly like I am taking a ballsy move in a bar. And I'm going to walk up to Villa and I'm going to say, Villa, I just, I don't want to force you to tell me what's going on, but I feel like you have emotional cleavage and I just waited for me to comment on it. And I just, I love you. I know it's early to say that, but I just feel it in my also amply large bosom. And I just feel like you want to tell us what's going on. Could you just tell us that you're not a cleric? Uh, I'm not a cleric. Oh, great. I'm going to say that I was the only one here when this happened. What? <laughs> do you want some more tea? Do you want us to tell us about your anti-clericness? Yeah. The, the cleric I killed was just in the way. All right. Uh, Captain Alora is going to look sympathetically at her friend, but then turn to Polly and offer a high five. Because he did guess it correctly. He right. did. Yeah. All right. Ot Otis, Otis goes, uh, uh, and he doesn't get a high five. Oh, yeah, this <laughs> cleric that you uh, mortified is, uh, was that like a close friend of yours or someone in a party that was being nice to you, but you just murdered them anyways? No, I'm not a monster. Oh, good. Okay. He was, he was a bounty. Ah. Ooh. Yeah, I got you. I mean, uh, if uh, I had to pull the knees I broke, that uh, probably uh, counts for murder somewhere. So, uh, yeah. Wait, I just, if you were like a, like a bounty hunter, isn't there like a bounty on all of our heads? And economically speaking, would you say your friendship with us is like way more valuable than the money? Technically speaking, I'm not a bounty hunter. I'm an assassin. The thing is, the Union has got to take its piece. Because, you know, there ain't a pie in the world that the Union doesn't get a slice of. But uh, after I get my slice, uh, you guys are welcome to, uh, you know, it's an entire kingdom's worth of uh, gold and shit in there, I bet, uh, with this uh, Dunkin' blood splotch. So, uh, yeah, I, I think you're all going to be pretty rich. And, and if I get a D100 great axe out of this, you know, that's not the worst thing in the world. Don't get it twisted. Just like any assassin, I'm in this for the money. But I will admit, I've grown rather fond of you three in the last few days. Oh, but me especially, right? Sure. Uh, all right, good. Did you guys hear that? It's, it's me especially. Okay, cool. Well, doesn't seem like she's trying to kill us. And I agree with capitalism. I'm a fucking pirate. So I think this is great. I think we should drink tea to this. Celebratory tea. All this tea is making me have to pee. Um, and Otis goes and relieves himself. He goes to we. Solid. Now that we know uh, uh, some new things about one another, um, we should probably uh, get on down this tunnel and uh, see what's on the other side. Maybe um, find uh, King 
Blood Splotch, or whatever you called him. Yeah. So uh, I look to uh, um, Captain Laura. So uh, we good with uh, leaving your uh, your datey friend here? What? Yeah. Well, she's on a, she's on a mission of her own, and and Otis has choked on me. It was okay, you guys think that's not true now. It's been a really weird day. Oh, we, we we're gonna see her again. We're gonna see her again, sweetie. Don't worry. Okay. All right. She's a lot of mixed messages today. I'm gonna drink some more tea. I mean, I hope that we see her again now that I've said it so many times. <laughs> um, but I think I think she's going to pop up. Yeah, you know, whatever you guys want to do. I mean, at the end of the day, any asshole that uh, helps out Duncan not pay his dues is, uh, you know, uh, axe cleavage in uh, my books. So, uh, yeah, either way, you, you guys just want to continue on. That's fine. You guys want to go murder some guards and uh, meet up with this uh, young uh, broad again. That's uh, fine, too. Well, actually, I was thinking if we just save the day and we kill murder blood, blood splat, um, certainly, like, his empire will dissolve. And, like, then I feel like my girlfriend will be safer. Don't you think that, new best friend, Villa? Let's kill something. All right, that sounds great. Let's go. Yeah, I, I just, uh... I'm gonna just throw an idea out of there just because uh, this might come up uh, along the campaign. You know, the thing about uh, this isn't the first time the unions had to come in and uh, do a little change of leadership. We uh, did this in uh, Nome, Cuba a while ago, but it uh, kind of backfired there. So uh, here's what I would suggest. Maybe along our way, if we find someone that uh, seems like they would be a good leader and have a certain allegiance to the union and maybe uh you know maybe they pay you a yearly tithe because uh, you're uh special advisors to the country you know maybe we should uh have them along when we uh forcibly depose this uh, blood spell guy because uh nothing i hear uh makes me think he's gonna fall in line with the uh, union business that's fair i mean we don't want a vacuum of power that's what took out you know ellsford years and years ago and that's why came elf bridge is doing so well we can't have that happen yeah that's what i'm saying vacuums of powers suck yeah all right okay well good on along the way let's find like a really nice old white guy who's slightly racist and he can take over the kingdom but like a better white racist what do you think yeah no i mean that's fine that's got the historical precedent Wait, as of sexism uh, in there i love sexism. 24 hours ago love it but what we I could mean, do paulie it sounds like maybe uh Maybe you should be in charge next. What do you think? Yeah, that's not what I do. I'm not a big think, uh, thinking big picture guy. I'm more of a point me towards something and uh, break its kneecaps. Uh, but uh, I yeah, mean, there's something to be said for that. I'm, uh, you know, I think the most important thing is someone that uh, has due appreciation for what we've done for them, uh, and also isn't going to get killed. So Less uh, talking, more killing. Okay. Oh, yeah. right. Well, I don't think it should be Villa. I don't think she's good at di- diplomacy, but she could definitely run like the defensive forces or something. Anyway, let's 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 go on. Let's talk about our our vacuum as we go. So you're gonna you're gonna leave your camp. You tear your camp down, put out the fire because you're you're thoughtful. You don't want to cause any sort of cave fires that could Whoa, happen. Oh, we didn't start that fire. I didn't it, light it. It was always burning. Oh, okay. Since, Since the world uh, was turning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, as I as I noted before, you you are looking at just a, a crazy network of caves, uh, just deep caverns, stalagmites, stalactites everywhere. It is underground, it is windy, and it is rugged. Is there only one way to go? Yes. That's the way the whole yeah. campaign is. 
you see anything ahead uh, we should be worried about? What do I roll? Uh, perception. Perception. I got a 14. Okay. Yeah, you, you don't sense anything, any immediate danger. You do notice that there's a lot of scratch marks on the cave wall, uh, just just inside the cave from where you've camped, but you can't make out what those scratches say. I'll point those out to the group. Can we see them? Yeah, you can see them. Uh, if you'd like to roll uh, investigation on them, you can, you can see if you can make them out. Okay. Otis has a look and rolls a five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Otis, those scratches look real scratchy. Oh, uh, I mean, these, this wall is really scratched up, you guys. Very yeah, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, beautiful woman here the, that wants to stab some stuff uh, says we should go stab some stuff. So uh, let's see what we're going to stab that scratches things. And I'm going to march ahead down the cave. All right. I'll fall in line right behind him. I'm going to run up to Villa and then link my arm into her arm and then walk with her and then without being stealthy at all be like, oh my god, what is it like to kill people for a living? And Otis takes up the rear. (laughs) Glance up at Laura and just sort of keep looking forward and keep walking. But I'll keep her her arm in mine. That's fine. That's that's okay. You're just... I will be the taco. It'll be fine. That's my best relationships anyway. <laughs> That's progress. That's good. As you all proceed forward, the ground begins to rumble beneath your feet. It's it's like an earthquake, but it's unlike any earthquake that any of you have experienced before. And I need you all to roll acrobatics. Oh my god, this is Land of the Lost. You're Land of the Lost. Land of the Lost. I got a 12. 12? 17 for Polly. 17. I assume Melati got like a 47. 26. (laughs) So anyone who rolled below a 15 is going to trip and fall. You're going to take two damage. What? Oh, no! (laughs) And now everybody everybody needs to roll survival, please. Oh. Ah, 19. Okay. 15. 15. Oh, uh, survival. Oh, a two. Okay. Wait, a natural two. (laughs) Natural two. Otis, Villa, and Polly are all going to be struck by stalactites that are falling from the ceiling. So you're going to each take, you're going to take two damage each from the stalactites. Stupid stalactites. Clearly they weren't stalagmites because they would have done more damage. Yeah, yeah. Blagmites are on the they ground. They might have they anyway. They won't, what are they, they're just going to launch up. up. And... It's a mite pun. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're getting, now we're getting pun aggressive. This is a dark time for the podcast. You're all experiencing this, this tremor. The, you trip, you fall, the ceiling starts falling. Uh, nobody's seriously hurt. And the rumbling suddenly stops and everything falls completely still again. Alright, oh. I had a really bad thought. What if that was a giant stomach rumbling, and then we're inside a giant, and oh my god, Otis, what did you put in my tea? <laughs> I don't know, but those rocks really hurt. Let's, what do y'all say we get on the, out of here? Well, I think that's, I think it's a great idea, because we're in a giant. I don't, I'm not convinced of this yet, but let's um, keep going and see. Yeah, this is concerning to me. 
If we come out of somebody's face... Do you object to me going ahead just a little bit stealthily? Oh, don't die. I love you so much. (laughs) Yeah, you uh, you go ahead. I'm going to take out my shield and I'm going to put it over my head. And I'm going to be like, uh, anyone want to get under my umbrella here? You're more than welcome to. I'm going to bend down to half my height and get under Polly's umbrella. (laughs) Well, too. I don't have to bend down so much. I'm going to sneak forward, Nate. Um, Okay. Yeah, Villa, roll roll stealth. Let's roll stealth. 22. Okay. Yeah, you you easily slide into this cave. You you disappear into a little bit of darkness. Granted, everyone has dark vision, so it's not that exciting. But from the outside, for the viewer, it is very very mysterious. And uh, as you go, as you proceed deeper into these caverns, Villa, you see that there are torches mounted to the cave walls and to some of the stalagmites and stalactites. And you find the end of a, a of this path or at least in the middle of this path, you you stumble upon an ancient chamber. And in that chamber, you see an altar upon which there is a mortar and pestle. Billy, thanks for the pronunciation tip. And a book. And you also see a bloody sacrifice in the form of a chalice filled with blood that is still warm. I can tell it's warm by looking at it? Yeah. I mean, it's like steaming. Oh, wonderful. They cooked the blood. Um, Do I not see any signs of life around? Uh, you can roll. Uh, you can roll perception for for that. Ten. You don't see any any signs of life right. around. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna head back to my party and convey that. Okay. And I'm also going to add. I didn't see any signs of life, but something tells me they are here. <laughs> put down the tea. Um, Polly's gonna put down the shield. He's gonna take out a torch, light it on fire, and just hold it against one of the walls. Because we're in the giant. He's like, all right, uh, let's just uh, see what this uh, wall's made of. Flesh, it's flesh. Your torch touches the stone wall and you see it start to, uh, you get like char on the outside of it. And then eventually just the water that is sort of dripping down the edge of these walls, because this is an active cave system, puts the torch out. Or is it stomach lining fluid? Yeah, no, here's a look at me touching, touching me, touching you. It's, uh, It's just the cave. Right. Okay. I'm going to make another pot of tea and then drink it to try to chase away Otis's drugs. I, 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 that is not fair. Um, <laughs> but should we go check out uh, the old stabbing cabin over here that uh, Villa found out? All right. I think so. Maybe they have cute teacups we could, you know, take and then hang on a belt. Boy, Captain, you are real strange sometimes. Um, yeah. So. Show us to uh, the uh, ritual chamber. Stay alert, friends. All right. I question that you can make it there as quietly as I. I'm. I'm gonna do perception to. Is it perception to see if I can see anything on the floor? In the in the chamber or just in the cave? In the cave to get to the chamber, like any impediments, like traps. Oh right. yeah, yeah. Do perception to see if you see anything. Yeah. Uh oh, twelve. You don't you don't see any traps, and you sense that you've succeeded in your perception check. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> I'm gonna march forward. Okay, march quietly. I'm gonna daintily march down the uh, causeway here. Stomp, 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 stomp. Quiet, stomp. Kitty, stomp. Kitty, stomp. <laughs> so you all make your way into this ancient chamber. So what you see are four very carefully carved walls that are that are just carved out of the stone of the cave. You see at the center there is a, an altar with a mortar and pestle, a book, 
and that chalice full of blood and the 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 blood is finally kind of cooled enough that you're not seeing those those heat lines coming off of it but this whole situation looks both recent to you and 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 scary i think it's pretty spooky you don't usually see cups of blood places are there there any indications of people having been here recently Roll insight. I got a 15. So, Otis, you you walk up to the book that's on the altar, and you flip through the pages, and you see see a picture that is very clearly drawn, very delicately and detailed in its its pencil work and line work of a a great worm, a dragon worm that, that would be basically tunneling through an area like this. And, and you know that just because of your, your basic knowledge of, of the animalia of your world. Uh, can I roll perception for whether or not those blood cups would make a nice tea set? Sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a 24. Oh, wow, yeah, that's a good roll for that. Um, yeah, uh, you feel that if you were able to get the blood out of them, that they would be really unique uh, ways to serve tea possibly more unique than any tea set you've ever seen in your life. Cool. Well, I'm still drunk, so I'm just going to walk up and I'm going to pour the blood out of one of them. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So you pour blood onto the floor and it uh, it finds its way. You notice that there are, there are channels on the floor that guide the blood to a central circular spot behind the altar where the yeah, blood gonna... just all seems to go down. Can I try to take my bedroll out and throw it in the channels to soak up the blood? Sure, yeah. Do I have time for that? Yeah, yeah, you've definitely got time for it. You don't even have to roll. You can just you can just do that. I, I'll let you sop something up without a, without a skill check. I didn't know that was a stop roll. Polly, <laughs> what are you doing? That's a perfectly nice bedroll. Look how nice my cups are. Yeah, uh, do you know where these uh, things go on the ground? Oh, I don't know, maybe to more cups? Yeah, probably not. The the thing about, uh, you know, channels of stuff and creepy as shit places is uh, you usually don't want to pour blood in them. I want to examine the channel. Okay. Yeah, uh, roll, roll investigation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add my blood cup to my inventory. 14. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can tell that these channels do resemble uh, sacrificial channels that you have noticed in previous assassination jobs where you had to kill a head of some sort of cult you know that this is this is a way for them to funnel whatever they're they're using as a sacrificial medium to uh, go to the underworld to whatever deity they're seeking to speak to so is there a way where we just leave this room or is this a dead end into this room oh there's there's a door on the other end of the room you just haven't tried to open it yet yeah i mean we could stay here and dick around uh, or Alora could uh, dump some blood into this bedroll and then we could just uh, let her take her her cups and uh, get out of here. Well, I do really want these cups. Is there anything about the altar? Uh, I, I want to investigate the altar. Investigate the altar? I wrote, damn it, a seven. Okay. Yeah, you can't tell anything more about the altar other than you do see uh, in the stone is carved the same worm that you saw drawn inside the book on the altar. Mm. It's some kind of worm temple, you guys. That doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound appetizing. I didn't want that at my tea party. There no. usually is a worm at the 
It's uh, yeah, one of those tequila tea parties I've been reading so much about. That sounds nice. I bet two girls would do that as friends. Yeah, I don't mind killing stuff, but uh, you know, I feel like this giant worm is gonna get all over my tracksuit. Uh, so maybe we should just uh, bypass this uh, if we can. Okay, very quickly, I'm gonna pour the rest of the blood into the knapsack, rucksack, bedroll, bedroll, and pocket them so I can have four, which I think makes a nice tea set. And then I'm following Polly out of the way. All right, I'm removing bedroll from my inventory. Are you gonna oh, you're just gonna leave. You're gonna <laughs> that, leave your bloody bedroll is, behind. Uh, not gonna it's like a giant I'm, I'm gonna move it aside away from the channels flat tampon slowly seeping through and then i'm going to leave it okay does anyone else want to look at anything else in the room investigate or, or i'm gonna go up when he says something about the worm and i'll also investigate the altar okay roll investigation on the altar and also you said there was there were four somethings in here or did i make that up i think i think you made that up there are walls okay. walls <laughs> Walls, that might be it. There were full walls in this room. I have four new cups for my tea set. Was it that? Could be that, yeah. That, that uh, would work. Let's go with that. 18? 18, yeah. Uh, Villa, you, you've seen these symbols on this altar and in the book before. And you know that, that they allude to Fearplex, the Great Worm, uh, which is this just horrendous, uh, massive, super massive underground grub creature that you believed was was only myth but this altar seems to be dedicated to trying to summon this worm through sacrifice ah crap I say that (laughs) what's the matter? I think we're going to go into battle with a worm of epic proportions from the pictures? from several things Boy, do you think maybe we just make him some tea out of his blood cups and he's just like, oh my god, this tea's uh, so good, I don't want to battle. I think you kind of ruined that possibility. All right, everyone prefers Darjeeling to blood. <laughs> is, is the door, and confirm. Is the door at the other side of the room made of wood? It is stone. Okay. Let's get out of here. This place creeps me here. out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Get done. Um, I'm going to look and see if there's any traps between the altar and the door. Okay. Check for that. Ten. <laughs> you, uh, just because of your, your union background, you can see that there is absolutely no mechanisms that could create a trap between between the altar and the door. I'm going to kitty march respectfully right over to the door. Okay. Um, it, what what is the stone What does the stone door look like? What do we got it, here? It's just two large pieces of stone that are uh, separated in the center, and you see that they could just be pushed open if you if you put enough oomph behind them. <sighs> All right, guys, uh, you ready for this? Well, I just now I have a weird feeling. I'm gonna have some more tea. Yeah, that's probably those mushrooms that he was a slipping into your tea. I don't know. Otis smells so good. I just I should stop taking things from him. I really hate that he does smell so good. It's annoying. Smells so yeah, good. that's great. He's a regular flower child. I'm gonna push through the doors. I'm He's making you question your own sexuality. I can absolutely see that. I'm I'm gonna uh, explore this uh, rock cabin secret smile. Oh, <laughs> just uh, no! push right through the doors. <laughs> Focus. So you you push the doors open in this in this sacrificial chamber, 
and the ground rumbles once again. Everyone roll acrobatics. Ooh, 16. 27. 17 for Bali. The fuck are you good at 27? <laughs> She's not I want everybody player. to know, okay, this this is this is medicating powers. Because no, because because she got that crown of the rat king, she has like oh. a plus fifteen to acrobatics. Plus I'm a rogue. Right now. So yeah. yeah, I have a plus fifteen. Yeah. Yes. Assassin is a rogue class. I knew that because I know a lot about D and D. Uh, and, Danny, what did Captain Alora get on the... Man, she got an 11, um, okay. but she's drunk, so I don't know what you yeah. expect. So here's what happens. Everybody el- everybody braces themselves. Captain Alora starts stumbling around, uh, intoxicated with her tea, but in a in just a, a beautiful bit of sort of uh, slapstick vaudevillian, uh, almost ballet, she manages to almost fall five times, and then all of her tea sloshes up out of the cup, flies in the air, and then she just splashes it back into the cup and continues sipping as if nothing nothing happened. <laughs> wow. Very, it, it, it's Magoo-level quality intoxicated uh, bumbling. So, uh, yeah, so the, the ground is rumbled again, and then from the ceiling drop three hypno-toads. Roll for initiative. I don't know what that is, but it sounds bad. Six. Uh, 17 for Polly. Uh, nine. 17. Oof. Do we uh, have an old-fashioned roll-off? <laughs> you guys can roll off to see who who's the best 17. Ooh. I, uh, 13. 14. Ooh! Okay. Bill is first. Okay. Hypno-toad. Okay, the first hypno-toad is going to plop on the ground and sort of, you know, spread out the way a toad does when it lands on a, on a hard surface. And then it's going to flick its tongue straight out at Otis. And that's going to be a 12 to hit. That will be a miss. Okay. Then uh, with its second action, it's going to try to hypnotize you. So roll wisdom. Uh, Just a wisdom check or a wisdom save? Wisdom save. Only a nine. Okay. Otis, you are confused, so on your next turn you will attack whatever creature is nearest to you, regardless of whether it's your party member or not. Um, you all you all know this because I told you, but uh, you you shouldn't technically know it. But we'll see what happens. You might all just move away from Otis. I don't know. You sacrifice him to the toads. Uh, okay, Otis, Otis does go. Oh, he looks woozy. He looks evidently hypnotized. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what he would do. Yeah. I'm going to shoot with my longbow the toad who has not yet attacked. Okay. Yep, there's two toads that haven't attacked, so either one is fine. Oh, and uh, fire away. 19. That'll hit. Uh, it's going to be 12 to hit. 12 damage? And, yes, plus 5 necrotic damage. Oh, yes, that's right. Okay. Damn, yeah. You just you just sink your arrow into this toad, and it just kind of deflates a little bit, and its eyes cross, and then its eyes turn into spinning little uh, swirly compass things and you can tell it's it's not pleased with you. Uh, Polly, it's your turn. Um, Alright, so there's a toad. Where where are the toads in this? She just shot one. Are all four of them in front of us? Except for the one that got to Otis? 
there are three three total toads. One one just flicked its tongue out at Otis, but it's pretty much in a straight line with him. Okay. And then the other two are lined up. So it's basically three toads in front of you in a in a line, and the group of you oh. standing there. How far away are they from each other? How far away from each other are the toads? Yeah. They're like five feet apart. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to charge at the first toad with my Dauntless Warrior Helm. Okay. Um, and I'm going to use my great axe like a golf club and try to just tee it off. Just going to shoot the toad down the, down the fairway? Yeah, try to chuck it down the fairway. All right. Uh, uh, 19 to hit. Yeah, that's going to hit. That's definitely going to hit. Let's roll. Uh, yeah, let's uh, do a strength roll to see how far you knock this thing before you roll your damage. Uh, 13. Okay. Yeah, so you're going to you're gonna knock it about 10 feet away. So you're going to kind of scoop it up, hack it, and, and fling it. And then how much damage does it take? Uh, 14. Okay. All right. And, and because that... I charged into it, I get an extra action. That's right. Um, so I'm going to uh, do an unarmed strike and kick the next toad. Just try to launch it. I'm going to try to launch it to the left. I assume I drove that one straight because Polly is uh, he's a straight shooter. But yeah. I'm going intend- to... You don't have any change in your pockets. You're fine. Yeah, I'm going to try to knock this one to the left with my foot. Okay. So, unarmed strike. Oh, shit. Seven. That will miss. Oh. Well, the good news is, now that I'm a tavern brawler... Oh, no, I missed. Shit. Okay. No bonus action for me. I'm done. You try to sweep the leg. You miss. And now the second toad. This is the toad now that is all the way down in in the tunnel is going to turn around. It's going to use its movement speed to hop back, and then it's going to try to hypnotize Polly. So, Polly, roll a wisdom check. Well, that's good. Wisdom is my strongest stat. <laughs> oh, 18! All right, you you are not hypnotized. Well done. Wow. That's, how, that's how Polly does it. That's how Polly does. Love. And the toad's going to try to try to tongue you, Polly, as well. It's going to do it with disadvantage, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Can I, I tell that peop- that the toes are trying to hypnotize my teammates? Yeah, you can. You can see them. They they take on like a little bit of an aura, and their eyes literally swirl like like hypnosis. Uh. Is it magic? Would it be considered a magical effect? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna turn to my party real quick, and can I just say something, even though oh, it's yeah. not my turn? Yeah. I'm just oh, yeah. gonna yell. You guys really don't want me to get hypnotized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's I consent is really that important. It's a good point. Yes, it you is. You can't yeah. talk, Mister. You're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would never hypnotize a lady. That's uh, that's uh, not not how we do it in the garden. That's actually probably how they do it in the garden. Now that I think about it, <laughs> Spanish fly. I don't know, but uh, not this god. The the fantastical garden that's uh, not actually New Jersey in uh, this world. That's not how we do it there. Yeah. Gnome tan laundry, not Jim. Um, <laughs> so, so Paulie, it's an 18 to hit on the tongue coming I at you. 18. And that the tongue hits you, it's going to just lap your tracksuit. It's going to leave a little wet residue, and then it's going to come right back. You're not going to take it. Oh, hey, buddy, you want to take me out to dinner first. What the hell is going on here? 
<laughs> and and now it's Otis's turn. So Otis, uh, you have your only Crap. your party members close to you. So you have oh. to attack one of them. Wait, Uh-oh. I didn't get to go. You're you're after Otis. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Otis, Holly yeah. insulted your mother. I don't know. Five minutes. Um. Ago. Okay, I'm going to um, I'm gonna punch whoever's closest to me. Oh boy. Okay. So I rolled. I'm just gonna roll a d4 for the party to see who who there is. So you are going to punch Polly. Yes. I mean. Okay. No. I rolled a four to hit, so Otis just kind of like drunkenly swings at you. Yeah, I'm gonna give him like a hug and just assume everything's okay. <laughs> observant, so I'm just gonna be like, hey, yeah, bro, don't worry about it. We're not gonna take these frogs out. No big deal. <laughs> this scene is hilarious in my mind. Yeah, Otis, Otis's haymaker just completely misses and turns it goes over his shoulder and he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got this. Polly's like, it's okay, buddy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a. I don't have to roll for this. I'm gonna do a Joe Biden sniff of his hair. Just, to, yeah. just, just, just <laughs> get some of that musk. Oh, it's like sandalwood. I, I rolled a 15 mm. perception. I feel like I got a snoutful, maybe. Just oh yeah. Mean? There's, there is a mushroom in your nose now. You like, you huff the mushroom right up into your, in your nostril. Yeah, I'm gonna make that weird. I'm gonna runner's Kleenex that straight out of my nose, but uh, I enjoyed the experience. <laughs> um, Otis, roll roll wisdom, roll a wisdom save again. Do better, save you got save it. Save it. Twenty-one. Okay, no you are no longer hypnotized. So after, so in this in this loving embrace with Polly, you remember who you are, where you are, and what you're doing, all at once. Oh. Sorry, Polly. I feel better. That's the power of love. Oh, sorry. That's the power <laughs> of love. <laughs> uh, Captain Alora, it's your turn. Oh, oh it's my turn. Um, do we, how... do we have the rights to that one too, so we can you know, sample that? That's power of love. How close are the frogs to one another? So the. One of them, the one that is most injured, is still about ten feet back from the others because Polly raked them back. But yep. the other two are cool. roughly five feet from each other. Cool, great. Um, I am going to use one of my new spells, which is um, Cloud of Daggers. Okay. So Ooh. it is going to project in a five-foot cube, which I'm hoping my DM will let me include both of those um, uh, frogs in it going to cast daggers around them. The weird thing about this is it doesn't start on my turn. Like, it starts, but they won't get damaged until the beginning of their turns. So I'm going to do that. And it's uh, it's just going to work, because that's what my spell says. Okay. Yeah, so they, they will uh, they'll take damage when they enter or exit the cube, is yes. how this works. Yeah. Okay, great. Or uh, if they're just in it. So if yeah. they just stay there, they'll continue to get it. So uh, the third Hypnotoad is going to hop toward you, having cast the thing. So how much damage do they take from exiting the queue? Um, it's gonna be 4d4. Do you want me to roll? Yeah, roll that 4d4. Eleven. Okay. Alright, so it's gonna take eleven damage, and then it's gonna flick its tongue out at you. And that's an 18 to hit. That hits. And it's going to do... Okay, and roll strength, please. Do a strength save. 19. Very good. 
Uh, you will take 10 damage from the tongue, but you aren't going to be pulled into its mouth. It's 20, but unnatural. I didn't do addition correctly. Okay, yeah, still, you save. You're not getting You're not going to get grappled into its mouth where you'll take more damage, but you are going to take 10 damage from the tongue. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to try to hypnotize you, so roll wisdom, please. That's going to go really badly. <laughs> okay, you are hypnotized, so your next turn you will have to attack the uh, nearest creature to you, which hopefully will still be this toad, but maybe it'll be someone you know. Okay, and we're back to the top of the order to the first toad who is also in one of those boxes, so roll that damage again. It's going to hop out. 13. Okay. Good boxes. Yeah. That's what he said? Secret smile, Melody. Come on, man. Boxes Uh, smile. They can Amazon boxes smile every single day. Oh. Is that when wholesome, she Nate? Very wholesome. I mean, that's our new sponsor is Amazon. We're yeah, never yeah, yeah. Bezos totally listen to this podcast. Bezos, you're amazing, and I'm so impressed. Jeffrey. Also, thank you for Amazon. It has made my life better. Also, I'm sorry the Tesla guy is now richer than you. I'm sure oh, that stock will crash I, soon. I don't. I'm not going to say anything about the submarine, but. Uh, that guy needs to calm down. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been Billionaire Corner. Uh, <laughs> You're going to get So this Hypnotoad hops out of the cube, takes that, 11, that, that 13 damage, and it's going to flick its tongue down at Villa to try to hit her, and it natural one. So, wow. Okay. So Ooh. what's going to happen, the tongue's going to come out. It's going to go past everybody. It's going to hit one of the stalactites behind you, grab it with its full force, pull it back at the toad, and the toad is going to take 10 damage as it smashes itself in the face with a stalactite that it pulled down from the ceiling. Oh, wow, wow. I think Village Dummy. Uh, Captain Lord just gives everyone tea and we just wait it out. Love it. <laughs> it we keep rolling ones. <laughs> um, Villa, it's your turn. I'm gonna finish off that toad. Which toad? The one that just hit itself with a stalactite. Okay. An unnatural 21? Yeah, that's going to hit. 14. Yep. The Your your arrow uh, punctures the toad. The toad's eyes cross immediately. It, its eyes then roll back into itself. And you can tell, even though you can't really see it, that the eyes are trying to hypnotize its inside. And then it does. And its organs forget how to work and it dies from confusion. <laughs> Day. Way to make that serious, Nate. Well, what? I, look, uh, Billy and are both doctors, and I think they know how mat- anatomy works, and they appreciate this kind of detail in their game. That's fair, yeah. Because lots of people die from organ confusion every day. That's what it's called, actually. I <laughs> tell my patients confusion. that all, it's organ. your organs have gotten confused. and um, I got it real bad. We got to yeah. unconfuse them, so lay down. Here's Nate, your problem. Your stomach thinks it's a butt. <laughs> if Nate was a person that lies about how the frog died, would he be an amphibian? Oh boy. <laughs> that much better. Yeah, no. I, if your name was Ian, that would be great. Please legally change your name, and then I, <laughs> I got a fun. Wait, wait, wait. So, uh, so you, instead of taking all of the excellent uh, adjectives that end in Nate already. No, no. Like urinate, and... <laughs> Impregnate. 
and impregnate and no. emanate. You, there's that's so many. Path. There's so many options. That We're gonna go with Ian. Nate, Billy. That's the path. Inebriate? No. It does. It does if you're properly inebriated. Though. Um, okay, so one frog is dead, and it's Polly's turn again. God damn. Polly, use a weapon. Okay. <laughs> We've got... Okay. So she killed the fourth frog. We've Third, got... There's only three. What is wrong with you guys? Four so, cups, three frogs. Four cups, three frogs. Four this lives. sounds like the worst porno ever. Oh, no. This sounds like a math skill. Or maybe... <laughs> uh, I got zero on both. Yeah. There, are, there are two remaining hypnotoads. Uh-huh. One is the one that you golfed down the tunnel. It is getting closer. It will get up on the group uh, at the end of its turn. The other one has is right up in front of Captain Alora because it okay. exited the cube of, of uh, daggers and is. But how far is it from me? It's like eight feet, ten feet from you. It's not far. Uh, is that far enough to dash with my helmet? Yeah, I'd let you at, at, at eight to ten feet. Sure. And can I? What I would like to do is tee off with my great axe again. And hit it through the uh, cube of, of daggers. Okay. Oh. So you're, so it's this is really just like a uh, a top golf situation. Yeah. You're overpaying for an afternoon of cheap beer and overpriced snacks. That pretty much sums up my life. <laughs> yes. So and top uh, golf. If you're listening to the show, sponsor us. We love you, top golf. You're amazing. Oh, uh, sixteen to hit. Yeah, that hits. It was close. This Sorry. Killing me. <laughs> I, I, felt, I had a heart palpitation. AC 15 on the toad, and I was trying to remember without looking, and yeah. So yeah, Fucking you hit. Toad. You hit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to drive it through the... So since I'm actively driving it through the daggers, does it take dagger damage? Should so I you're going to roll roll strength first to see how far oh, you're going to yeah. drive it. We've got to see if you're going to drive it through the daggers or not. Come on, not the trick. Use a seven. 21, but unnatural, so haunted. Yeah. yeah, no, that that's still going to be enough. So roll your regular damage, and then uh, Danny slash Captain Laura roll damage on the dagger. This is Polly, so it's more like damage. 11. Uh, 13 damage. And okay. 11. So 24 damage. Ooh. All right. So, yeah, you, you drive this, this Hypnotoad, and it goes right through the cube of daggers out the other side, and it is still barely alive. Oh wow! So, yeah. is there another toad? Um, Fast approaching. The Where's the fourth toad? Coming. There's no fourth toad. Where's the other toad? <laughs> is it in front of the daggers? The war. The Warren report confirmed that there was no fourth toad. We all need to get over it. Fourth toad is in your heart. Is the third toad? Where's the third? <laughs> the fourth toad? toad is the one we made along the way. There's only there's only two toads. One toad is in the middle of the cavern. It's coming toward you. It will be mm-hmm. between the two daggers. Oh, Lordy, coming! <laughs> and, and then the other one is behind the leftmost cube of daggers. Um, can Polly? I was gonna say, would Polly know that the toads are charming? But I feel like he's got a ten for intel and wisdom, so that might be beyond what he would cognize. You're Isn't ten if they're charming. Intelligence? I think you would have observed that Otis was hypnotized. Okay. So can I, can I do a perception to see, that be, I get another action, but would that be a free action to determine whether Captain Alora is hypnotized? Like from observing that, would I 
you you can tell she's hypnotized. So I've got a bonus action. Um, I'm gonna say uh, sorry about this. Uh, sorry, no. Hey, <coughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry about this. And I'm gonna grapple Captain Laura to try to hold her back so she can't do anything to people. Okay. All right. Yeah. Roll strength and Captain Laura. Roll strength against. You're hypnotized. Oh boy. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got a 21 on natural. Jesus. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's a 19. Oh, I, okay. I've got a 17, so I fail. All right. So, yeah. So, Polly tries to, like, hold your arms back, but you just throw him off. Take that in the face. And and now it's the Hypnotoad from the middle of the cavern's turn. He's going to hop up once, and he's going to flick his tongue out at Otis. <gasps> Rude. And that is a, uh, a 25 to hit. That's going to oh, hit. Yeah. That, that, that'll do it. So roll roll strength, please. He's like, but I'm so good looking. <laughs> uh, nine. Okay. <laughs> so the, the tongue is going to hit you, and it just it's a punch in the gut, so you're going to immediately take 12 damage, and then the tongue will mm. pull you into oh the mouth of God. the toad. And you're going to take damage? You're gonna take nine additional damage as you as you enter its mouth, and it clamps down on you. Did uh, we just lose Otis? I'm at negative one. Okay, Otis is Shit. Otis is in saving throws at the moment. Um, and that's that's the Hypnotoad's turn. Otis, it's your turn. Um, so I roll your anything? roll a saving throw. What kind? You, cannot die. So all you do is you roll a d20, and if you uh, get higher than a 10, you're, you basically save the one. And if you do that yeah, three times, you become stable. Little die. Oh, yeah. yeah, so if you if you roll a 10 or higher, you'll succeed. So one through nine, you fail. 10 or higher, you succeed. You get three shots at this before anything is meaningful. So th- this is just to see if you're stable or not. I rolled a one. Okay, so that's... Oh my god. So you have, you're going to have two more chances on your next two turns to make sure that you don't die, die, but you, oh, okay. are, you I... are currently you are currently wounded and inside the frog, and it is Captain Alora's turn. Okay, um, well, as a free action, I'm just going to give my good friend Otis some... Well, you're still confused. There's hypnotized. I guess I'll wildly attack anything that's next to me with my fist. Polly. So Polly is the closest thing to you. It would have been it would have been the other toad, but Polly hit that toad away oh. and then put himself there. So I got this. You so you're attacking Polly. In it, Polly. What would you have done? Uh, twelve. That uh, does not hit. Cool. Okay. I do not fisty cut. So yeah, you you're unable to injure Polly. Now roll wisdom again, Captain Laura. Two. Okay, you remain. Hypnotized. Are you saying I can't use bardic inspiration when I'm hypnotized? Yeah, you can't. You can't do anything until until you either beat that wisdom save, or the toad that hypnotized you is dead. Oh. Okay, I am the only hope that Otis has to give him bardic inspiration. So someone kill that fucking toad. And we're back to the top of the order with Villa. Villa, there are two toads left. The one that hypnotized Captain Alora and is behind the cube of daggers and then the other one that is in the middle of the tunnel that has Otis in his mouth. Shoot the one that hypnotized Villa in the face. Okay. She rolls a Thanks. 47. Thank, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Unnatural 22. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah. 
Um, don't even bother rolling damage. It had one hit point left, and I don't think you're going to okay. roll less than one. So that toad is dead. Captain Alora is no longer confused, and it's Polly's turn. Okay, um, there is still a cube of knives. Where is the? Where am I in the toad in relation to that? So the you and the toad are actually in between the two separate. Like, okay, so there's there's this cube that was catching them, and so uh-huh. you're actually like right in the middle of that cube. So you would have to go around it. So you can't charge the toad, but you could definitely wait, wait. move around it and get to it. Okay, I'm not in the cube, right? I'm not no, yeah, to... you're not in the cube. Oh. Oh. Yeah, um, I'm gonna mosey on over to that toad. Um, can I charge with the warrior helm? That might be a bit. You can't charge without it. a straight line. You gotta. You're gonna I'm have gonna to mosey make around. A... Yeah, I'm gonna mosey around. I'm gonna pull out Nancy, my great sword. Okay. Gonna... How do I need Sheila? No, that's the great axe. I don't think it was Sheila. I don't know. But the point is, the great sword is definitely Nancy. I'm putting that in the thing. That's canon. Uh, ooh, uh, unnatural 25 to hit. Oh man, that's a, that's close, but yeah, you barely hit. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, uh, 13 damage. Yep, you killed that toad. And so you you strike the toad and you're, you're very precise with that 25. So you strike the toad with the great sword to kill it. And then you just very carefully, as if you were opening a tauntaun to make a sleeping bag for a freezing night, bag, tauntaun. cut it open, and Otis slides on out. Oh, That's perfect, because I lost my sleeping, my bedroll. I just <laughs> lost my bedroll to blood, so this is perfect. Yeah, Splash. and I mean, this does smell bad on the outside and the inside, but it's fine. Um, so yeah. Can we shove food in Otis's mouth to... Yeah, you can you can minister healing to Otis. So you can you can help Otis out. Oh, you have a medicine stat too. What's your medicine? I have a medicine oh, stat. Oh, plus zero. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna run over and shove a fourth of turkey in that guy's mouth. Oh. Okay. So Otis, I suddenly a, feel better. Get a quarter turkey worth of healing. Oh, <laughs> you all right? You look just very frog sticky, and you were kind of unconscious, and I was really worried. Oh, how do I bring the uh? my hit points back up on here. Oh, just add hit points. and it'll Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Villa with chagrin says, yes, I was worried about you too. Right, because she loves us and she's not going to take any amount of money to kill us. Mostly it's because I like the way he smells. He does smell great. <laughs> and I'm very good company and you guys love listening to my stories and all my jokes. Yes. Anyway, eat that turkey. <laughs> Or maybe Billy, eat some of your own turkey, because you almost died. Billy, what did you tell me last night? Remember? Ooh. Pass. No. Uh, it's not I like don't that. know. About turkey. It's emotional cleavage. <laughs> oh, I ordered a bunch of Jamaican jerk chicken last night, and they sent me, like, a fucking ton of it. And I ate so much of it. And then I was like, I'm going to die, because I just ate so much food. And... <laughs> I texted Melody and was like, there is no way anybody can eat a quarter of a turkey in a free action. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Well, it's, it's a fantasy realm, people. This is a fantasy <laughs> world where we can do things that we wish we could but can't. Roll for Blank Streets of Mage is written by me, Nate Regolia. It features player performances by Billy Ferguson, Race Garber, Danny Headland, and Melody Stevens. 
Our theme music is A Journey Awaits by Pierre Bondifer at P-B-O-N-D-O-E-R on the socials. It's Creative Commons via opengameart.org. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It's like casting bless on our whole party, and we can use all the help we can get. Otherwise, buy some D&D books or whatever RPG lights you up and get rolling.